Hey guys, Third Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about Destiny 2's Season of the Worthy ends with a big bang. Before I get to this article from Game Rant, I want to remind you if you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out in any more fashion than that, you can head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents, you can help us out there. All right, so Destiny 2 invited players to log in on Saturday to witness a unique event which involved Rasputin unleashing his power and destroying the Almighty. Now, Destiny 2 players finally got the experience, a long-promised climax of Season of the Worthy, a a daily reset. Guardians were invited to a tower to watch a faith of the Almighty unfold in real time. Like, real time. Lately, Destiny 2 has been uh, been keen to on creating you-had-to-be-there moments. On this live event, certainly counts as one of them. Though Bungie will address Destiny 2's FOMO later on, players who logged in during the show could watch a major story event involve, not in the cutscene, but in real-time creating experience new to Destiny. Now, the Almighty had been getting closer to hitting Earth each for months now, but approaching the ship only became visible in-game a couple weeks ago. After this week's reset, the Almighty was secret, uh, scarily close Uh, and players were speculating uh, about what exactly that threat would be resolved. So Bungie tweeted the other day, Page notified players to keep an eye out on the Almighty on Saturday as Rasputin geared up to face it out. Now, shortly after the reset, the tower skybox started to update, depicting a volley of of, uh, Warmind satellites unleashing fire on the Almighty from above. Soon, a second uh, started started to erode from the bottom of the map, and the satellite, satellites uh, hit the ship brute force through its shields. Now, roughly one and a half hours after reset, a ship blew up and in a blinding light, and the core got you know flung towards the tower. It skimmed over the players' heads and landed at the edge of the mountains to the north. Now the core detonated after crashing, defeating the players for a short, uh, deafening, sorry, the players for a short time. Multiple smaller parts started impacting too, damaging the old tower, as well as creating an impact zone next to Zavala. Now an area which was glitched into a while back, players can now inspect it and place to get and earn a free emblem. The fate left over, the almighty are still in the sky, frozen in place, the aftermath can be seen below. Now. There was quite a unique experience, even though it might have dragged out a little too long for some players. Not everyone has time to watch an affair like this. The length was most likely Bungie's way of accounting for possible network issues and giving players a bit more time to log in and not miss uh, the crescendo. Now, Lars uh, Backen on Twitter also confirmed that inactivity timers were temporarily extended so that the Guardians wouldn't get kicked for simply standing still uh, to watch the show. Now, all the Seraph Tower public events completions led to this moment, officially closing out the story and season of the Worthy. In a few short days, players will once again gather and watch a live event, this time revealing the season of Redacted has to offer. So, here's my thoughts on the event, right? So, Bungie tweeted out yesterday saying, hey... Uh, come to the tower one o'clock on Saturday and get ready for a live event, right? And they, I believe, said, you know, get there early or whatever. So, of course, people start getting to the tower, you know, hours in advance or whatever. Some people, I got there around 12, I think it was like 1240. So, I was like 20 minutes back to the tower to give me plenty of time just in case there was network issues or stuff like that. Now, I had to reinstance, I think it was four times 
four or five times before I actually got the instance that was supposed to be where the NPCs were looking up in the sky and you can actually see the Almighty in the sky. Now during this time, the night and day cycle stopped and it just let the, uh, the daylight happen. So it positioned it from the north where you could originally see it on the sun every day of the week. And then they moved it over to the west side of the tower uh, and then made the sun behind there. Now, obviously, I guess that's what they had to do to make it crash over there. Otherwise, where would it have crashed if it was from the other side? Regardless, that was the, the scene that they set up. Now, when someone tells me to be there at one o'clock, I, just as a human, expect the person to be on time. Business-wise, just professionally-wise, if you tell me to be somewhere and the event is happening, right? If, a sp if the space shuttle launches and it gets delayed, cool. But if the launch happens at 1 o'clock, and I know it's happening at 1 o'clock, then that's when the launch is going to happen, 1 o'clock. So Rasputin was supposed to go off. Now, I get they want to make sure people got to see it or whatever. But again, it didn't happen instantaneously, okay? So slowly and i mean slowly it started about 20 minutes after the fact and if it did start at one o'clock but no one really noticed it i don't think they would have went on twitter and said hold please hold stay strong it's happening and i believe it was like 1 24 p.m about 24 minutes to about 1 30 after the time they said they said to get there is when this the red missiles started forming at the top coming in from i would assume io and then they started coming down on IO from IO and the little red streaks were moving and boy were they moving slow. And then about 20 minutes later we saw the red lines coming out from I would assume where the moon was uh, from the moon towers and then they were coming up across the way. Now we never did see the EDZ shoot from where we were, but I would say about 40 minutes into this whole event then the uh, the actual almighty started getting blast marks on it and you could see the shields and then 20 minutes after that i would say like what was it two 220 so now we're talking about an hour and a half um yeah about an hour and a half into the actual event here from one o'clock 230 now is when the actual almighty blew up right it got a big blast the explosion happened on the tower over by zavala which was seen weeks and weeks and weeks ago um, and then it, it came towards us with shrapnel coming off to the sides and it was really cool looking. And then it crashed over to the north side and crashed. Um, and it was cool. It was a cool event. Now, here's here's my outtake or my outlook on this as far as was it a good event or was it a bad event? In my opinion, it was a great first attempt for Bungie to try something like this, to try something like Fortnite. Now, was Fortnite's first event like earth shattering compared to the last event no is destiny's next event going to be earth shattering uh you know compared to this one probably not but is it going to be better you would hope it would be i think they dropped the ball here uh as fine as as far as time management now they told us to be there at one o'clock it didn't happen till 1 30 a lot of people especially this day and age you know five minutes after 10 minutes after even you're like okay that's it i'm, I'm done but you just kind of waited there. And I know some people are like, what were you doing anyway? Well, I came to see an event and the event didn't didn't start, right? If my movie starts at 3.30 and then it doesn't start until 3.40 and then it doesn't start to four o'clock. 
where the rock concert's supposed to happen. Do you know what I mean? There's there's a bunch of stuff that if you tell me to be somewhere, I'm going to be there on time, right? Early is on time, on time is late. And they had a late start. And that to me was a little, uh, left, left a bad taste in my mouth, just professionally wise. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's video game, doesn't matter if it's professional workplace, just being late is just bad in my opinion. Then the actual event, I think technically, I think they did a really good job. And I, I, I can, I imagine the people working there at Bungie, they had to use new technology. They said, Laura said that it was new technology. They they'd never used. They probably worked their asses off for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it probably went off to them without a hitch minus the delay. And I think tip my hat to them saying, Hey, congratulations on this feat that you guys accomplished on your side. But an hour and a half, even an hour is way too long for an event like this when nothing is happening. Now in a Fortnite event, it's like in and out 15 minutes, 20 minutes, even if it's a half hour, there's something always going on. It makes it a spectacle, slow lines moving across the, the, the sky. And I mean, literally watching like paint dry hitting these things. And then it, once it came to the almighty, it didn't even hit it. You could see the lines passing either behind it or through it or whatever. So, you know, there were two different, two different things happening there. Once the explosion happened and then it came crashing down, I think they could have gotten this down to like 10 to 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, it would have been cool if there was a cutscene. On, on top of this, like you watch the event happen and then all of a sudden there was a cutscene, or maybe there was a cutscene ahead of time of what was going on, maybe Rasputin powering up and doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they shoot off and then it cuts to the tower and then we're there. And then you see the event happening, right? Something along the lines of, of that, I think would have been better. The timing was poor, very poor. Um, even after the fact, after the thing crashed, I think the only thing that happened was Zavala had some dialogue, which I'm okay with, but then Anna didn't have any dialogue. You had to read the text for her. So they did enough for Zavala, but they didn't do stuff for Anna Bray. Again, it kind of weird considering she was part of the main story anyway. And why didn't she have some stuff? Just something. I, I feel like this was a success overall on their side, technically showing what the engine could do, what they potentially could do with it. Uh, and this goes into another whole thing. Are they working with Xbox and Microsoft uh, for the future? And I've always said, I think they are, especially with the, with the new software and the new engine. So we'll see what goes on there. Um, overall, I think it was, it was a great hype event, but it, it fell short for me. I would say, I don't know, I would call it like a five or a six maybe. Um, I really like the, the, the last five minutes of the missiles hitting, the explosions happening, the thing blowing up, the thing coming down, crashing down. That whole thing was amazing aspect from, from the Bungie and from, from Destiny. But overall, I was, I was pretty disappointed in the, in the event because it left a bad taste in my mouth on how slow it progressed and how late they were with it. These are just my thoughts. Let me hear yours in the comment section down below. I do appreciate you very much. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And as always, I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening.